Hi, Brave Tribe. I am so excited to share with you the 10 habits and strategies that you can use to have a successful school year because I know you want to have the best year possible. And with these habits and these strategies, they're little tweaks and things that you can do to help set you up for success. I'm going to share my screen so that you can see this, but as some of you may be listening to our podcast, you can listen and understand the same tips and you will find this information also in our dashboard and on our community page. In a new school year, what we need to do is make sure that we're showing up, not only having some habits, but having some strategies in place to help us be successful. The first tip that I have for you is that you need to review what you learn each day, but setting aside 10 minutes or less per each class, review what it is, the key concepts that your teacher taught in that day. The reason this is helpful is what we're trying to do is take the information that you learned, which is currently stored in your short-term memory, and we're transferring it into our long-term memory. When we continually look back at pieces of information that we learned, we deepen our understanding and we create more of that worn path of understanding of that concept. Spending just five to 10 minutes quickly reviewing is going to help you in the long run, especially for my high school friends. If you have a summative test at the end of the year where you need to remember things from the very beginning of the year, this is going to be very helpful for you. It'll be easier as you review the information because you have stored it in long term. This is sometimes what I have friends do, but they set it as an appointment for themselves and they make an alarm on their phone or they ask their parent to tell them, hey, it is 5.30 and they set a timer and they just quickly go through whether it's their notes, a textbook, maybe a power slide deck that your teacher has going on to Schoology um, or whatever type of platform your school system might use and just looking back at what was covered. Another way to do this is you could also have a conversation and share what you learned. That conversation is when we're kind of almost teaching it to somebody else, we're transferring it into our long-term memory. So that was tip one. Tip two, do homework on the day it is assigned. For high school friends, if you have a split schedule, an A-B schedule, do not wait the other day to start that homework. Start it on the first day that it is assigned. It's the freshest information still in your mind. You remember all the different things that your teacher may want you to pay particular attention to, and it helps us get things done. The hardest part oftentimes is getting started. So when we create a schedule around when we're going to do our work. It helps us then get started on the things that we don't want to do. There's typically not many of us that are excited to sit down and do homework or projects. But when we parent ourselves and hold ourselves accountable, it can be very helpful. So there's another tip that will follow to help reward you. But do homework on the day it's assigned. Tip three, a lot of times, some of my students that I coach individually, they run into problems. And where we find that they have some of the problem is they have been assigned a project and they have procrastinated. And then they're at the very end and they have a lot of work to do for the project, plus all the other work that they have to complete. And they feel completely overwhelmed. 
And what's typically happened is they knew that they had perhaps like a two week time frame to get the work done. Our mind, when it thinks of two weeks, it knows that's 14 days. 14 days feels like a long time to work on a project because your brain is focused on that 14 day time frame. But when we look actually at those 14 days, probably 10 of those, you're going to be in school for six and a half to seven hours, plus whatever other after school activities or responsibilities you might have. So then we have a much smaller time frame. You really don't have 14 days or two weeks of time to work on your project. So what we need to do is really map out how much time you have. So take into consideration when you look at your schedule, what are your other obligations, things that you are going to be doing, uh, weekend plans that might be taking place. What are all the steps involved in the assignment? What all is part of that assignment? Is there an outline, a rough draft? What all are you creating and needing to make? What are the resources that you will need? What are the actual days that you have time available to do that work? And what you will need to do then is find those days and schedule the time as if you have an appointment, just as important as like keeping your doctor appointment, keeping your appointment to yourself to do the work is very important too. So setting that, whether that's on your phone, or a day planner. When I have things that I need to work on, I use my phone. I set it as an appointment with myself and I set an alarm to remind me to start that work. I oftentimes feel grumpy and grungy and I don't want to do it, but I know I've set that appointment and that I have to keep it. And once I get started, I oftentimes feel a lot better. So map out how you will complete large projects is our third tip. Tip four, this is the question you need to ask yourself every day, multiple times throughout the day. What can I do today to help future me? I'm going to say that again. What can I do today to help future me? When we have future you in our mind and we want to make things easy. How could I do something now that feels hard and frustrating, but I know that this is going to make it easy for future Laura. That can help us stay on task. It can help us feel more motivated to do the difficult thing. Okay, I'm just going to take this extra step to lay out my clothes the night before and pack my lunch the night before and put my backpack by the door because I know future Laura, it's going to make it easy for her in the morning to get out and not feel so stressed. So ask yourself, what can I do for future me? You, When you do this, and I do this every day, um, future me loves to wake up and come down to a nice clean kitchen. Nighttime Laura hates to do the dishes. She hates it, hates it, hates it. But nighttime Laura always thinks, what does future Laura need to see in the morning to start her day off right? And that's coming down to a nice clean kitchen with the dishes loaded and clean and put away and a clean countertop that feels so good for me. So I try to do that. Sometimes I don't do it, but I always try to think of what does future Laura need? Tip five, do a daily brain dump before beginning your homework or studying. I want you to get everything that's in your head out and onto paper. Imagine if you had your phone and it had 500 tabs all open. It is draining your battery. If you have all the tabs open on your computer, it's hard to find what you need. Our brain is just like that with all of our thoughts and all of the things we're trying to keep on top 
top of. We need to get that all out of our head and onto paper. I use a, uh, a viral notebook and I just write everything down. Here is what you can do with your brain dump. Take a three ring or just like a spiral bound notebook. What I do is I fold the paper in half lengthwise. So I have a line going down the center. I write a brain dump and I do that on the left-hand column. I take anything that is in my mind, my thoughts, my worries, my to-do list. Oh my gosh, don't forget this. I put that down. I oftentimes set a timer on my Unibolt for 15 minutes. And then after I have my to-do list or my brain dump, all the thoughts, I look at what are the things that need to get done. I then go onto my to-do list and I prioritize what I'm doing first, what I'm doing second, what I'm doing third. That helps me stay on task and on target. I often will set then my Unibolt for 30 minute increments and then take a five minute break so that I can keep having those start and finishes so I feel a little bit more fresh. This helps us understand what we're focusing on. If other thoughts pop into your head, you can quickly write it down on your brain dump and come back to that information rather than getting up and stopping what you're doing and going to that other task. Brain dump is the most helpful tool that has helped me, especially when I feel overwhelmed and I don't know where to begin. If you are one of my friends who procrastinates, we often procrastinate because we're stressed by the task. This can help us map out our next steps. Okay. So please try that. See what that feels like. Notice if that is a tool that starts to help you. Tip six, reward yourself. Set up a reward system. Maybe when you were a little child, your parents had like a token economy for you. If you did so many tasks or chores, you got a reward. You can do this with yourself. You can parent yourself. Look for something that feels motivating and rewarding. That's something you just can't wait to do and have that be the carrot to get you to do the hard Hard work. Maybe there's someone that you follow on YouTube or Instagram, a Netflix show you just want to watch. Have that be a reward after doing the hard work. This is so helpful for me. Another thing that helps is I think about this thing that I'm excited to do and it's, I can't wait to get this done because I'm going to enjoy this. It helps me see the rainbow at the end of the storm. Tip seven is look at what your teacher will be covering the next day. My high school friends, this is very important. When we can look at next topics, key points, it is very helpful. I had a student last year that I was coaching and they had all honor courses and they were taking three AP courses, advanced placement courses. They had AP chemistry two and AP physics. What they did is they looked at if their teacher had a slide deck for the next day already up, they would quickly look through the slides. If the teacher perhaps referenced referenced a YouTube video, they would watch that. If there was a section that they would be reading in a book, they looked in the book at the headings just to see the concepts and topics that would be covered. This helps. It's pre-learning so that you're getting familiar with the content. You can participate more lively in the conversation. If you're not understanding information as you're pre-learning, you can ask questions to check for understanding during the lecture or teaching when your teacher is sharing that information. That's very, very helpful. Pre-learning is something that can deepen your understanding of the information. Some of my middle 
middle school friends can do this. I know not all teachers, though, make things necessarily available ahead of time, especially when you're in elementary. It may be hard to go ahead and look at some other things. This isn't something that's taking a lot of time. It's really just maybe spending a couple extra minutes looking at the information. Tip eight, we want to write everything down. Um, we take in so much information, more information than our grandparents did. We cannot rely on our brain for a retrieval for our to-do list. We need to write that down somewhere, whether it is in a planner, that a physical planner that you're using, or if that's a device or app or strategy on your phone. Do not think that you will remember something. I use my notes section a lot in my phone. I have different categories and as different things come up, I file it so I know where to go to find that information. I use my calendar on my phone as well as my planner. I also have a wall calendar. So I have multiple places that I use to keep information because I know I will not be able to hold on to it. We want our brain power not to be used for retrieval of to-do lists. We want our brain power to be used for learning and deepening our understanding of material. Tip nine, find a picture that symbolizes why you are doing what you're doing now. Um, in terms of thinking about the grade you're in now, there are some classes that you're probably taking and subjects you're learning that are not of interest to you. It may feel like there are things that you will not be using in the future that you want to create for yourself. But these are sometimes the boxes we need to check to get to our destination and dream goal. Sometimes having a picture of that dream goal. Some of you may want to go to college. Some of you might want to start a business. Some of you may have a different type of dream. Having that on a piece of paper or perhaps a vision board we've created, that can help motivate you remind you, yes, algebra is difficult, but it is something that I do have to learn, even though I don't want to learn it, or even if it is difficult to learn. The reason I'm doing it is because my dream goal requires this as a step on my journey. So sometimes having a visual representation of what you're working towards can really help inspire you. It could be a long range vision that you're working towards, or it could be what you want maybe your grades to look like this year. So find something that can be that visual representation for you. And tip 10, realize <laughs> you are not going to feel in the mood to do your schoolwork. You're going to have to parent yourself and just do it. The hardest part is getting started. I know though that you girls are so incredibly smart, brave, strong, courageous. You will find a way to be successful even when it's hard. It just takes that first action step. So looking at how can I get started in doing this hard work? I hope that these tips are helpful. And if you have questions about how to apply them into the school year for yourself, or if there's one that really resonates with you, that you're like, this is the one I'm going to try, please, you can add it into the comments below on our community page or on the dashboard. Feel free to share. I know if you look at our call that we had, if you want to watch the long call, feel free to go and look at that. Mia and Caroline share some of their tips and how some of they may use some of these tips and strategies and some of the different challenges that they see themselves having this school year. So what is the challenge that is going to be hard for you this year? Add that in the comments and sweet friends, I cannot wait to see you. Take care. Bye-bye.